I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who holds space for any earthling as they reunite body and soul in their earthly experience. I am a bridge for relationships between earthlings of all species so that the heart bond becomes stronger, deeper, and more loving. I serve in the roles of animal communicator, medium, and medical intuitive, and I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support all earthlings in their recovery from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals Eye View podcast. According to my podcast episodes, it's been more than a year, a year since we last heard from Orca. And when we did, it was from more than an arm's length distance, meaning that they were included in the topic of the episode and maybe featured in the contents, yet they weren't featured by themselves. They've gifted me with dreams before, and one in particular, as I may have already related, turned out to be the foundation for the Animals Eye View Academy, and here's what happened in the dream. I was in an indoor pool, a a good size one, with a mother orca and her calf. The calf and I were at one end of the pool playing together, and the mother was at the opposite end of the pool when, all of a sudden, she started swimming really fast towards the calf and me. And I was fearful that she was going to crash into us, me in particular. (laughs) She was swimming so fast. About a foot before she reached us, she slowed suddenly and with the gentlest of touches, nudged me just a bit. And then my view of the dream changed so that I was hovering above the pool, and I saw that because of her nudge, the outline of the pool changed, so that it wasn't a rectangular pool anymore. It had switched into something like a kidney shape, or maybe a Mobius strip, or perhaps even an infinity symbol. So my interpretation of the dream was that it was a rebirth of sorts with mother and calf, and I was part of that birthing process inside a pool of water, not dissimilar to a womb, and that working together with the animals, changing the perspective of how we see their world was part of why I chose to come to Earth. There were so many other metaphors, of course, in that dream, and in an upcoming podcast, we'll take a deeper dive, pun intended, into the world of your dreams so that you can interpret the very personalized messages just for you from the universe. It seems that it's timely for us to chat with and about other fellow apex predators, including wolf, because their predating slash hunting techniques are similar to those of orca. Both are keystone species upon whom other species depend for their survival, including human. I use those words specifically, fellow apex predators, because in the way of the language of energy, another newspaper article caught my eye in which the title specifically used the words apex predator. Now, this article wasn't about orca, it was about wolf, and the words were a striking juxtaposition to the article itself because it was about the uneasy relationship between humans, small h, and wolf, capital W. Wolf, of course, has gotten a fair amount of journalistic space recently and forever, it seems, or maybe it's just me here in the state of Colorado, because here we're definitely wolf-aware, depending upon which side of the literal fence you're on, referring to being a rancher or a farmer or not. 
in 2020, Proposition 114, which was an up-down vote on returning gray wolves to Colorado and also requiring the Colorado Parks and Wildlife to reintroduce and manage the return of the gray wolf to designated lands west of the Continental Divide by the end of this year. Last I checked in, it was a bit of a slow go. We might not get there till the end of 2024. And this particular piece of legislation passed by a narrow margin of 50 and some change percent to 49 and some change percent. I voted up to returning them to where they once originally lived and thrived because it's their relationship with all other species that is integral to their survival and our survival. Both wolf and orca are really good with balance and partnership among fellow predators and prey. And to be clear, we're not good with other apex predators ourselves because, well, I'm not sure why we've evolved away from our role of steward and guardian and gotten quite stuck, it seems, in the role of duality of either predator or prey as it relates to our human-animal nature, among members of our own species, to be sure, much less other species. And certainly orca have been in the news quite a bit recently with our perception that gangs of them I actually saw a Facebook post talk about gangs of orca allegedly ramming other fishing boats and attempting to, based on our perception, capsize them. It's no coincidence that orca have been named killer whales by our species, although the name likely started out as being whale killers in that they predate on other species like beluga and blue whale, along with seal, penguin, and the like. They're also not whale themselves, at least according to us. They're members of the dolphin family, although we refer to dolphin as toothed whales. Remember that from the last podcast? Do you see how much easier going by the language of energy would be rather than all these words that can lead us away from the resonance of the object, the thing, the being that our bodies alone will feel? It's no wonder that we're a bit mixed up. The Atlantic Orca Working Group, which I'm fairly certain doesn't have any actual orca working with them or on this team, are a group of Spanish and Portuguese marine life researchers who study orca near the Ibera Peninsula, says that the behavior of orca started shifting about three years ago. Anybody remember the pandemic? (laughs) Anybody else see a non-coincidence? In 2020, there were 52 of these incidents, the ramming of the boats. 2021 was 197, and 2022 was 207. So it's safe to say, at least according to Darwin, those who change will survive, and I think Orca has definitely gotten that memo. A good question to ask, of course, would be why. And so I did. And it was as I thought, which was orca as a predator have to feed their own to continue their survival. And right about now, they're not going to be taking any more standing in line for food at the grocery store, only to come up empty when the food runs out. They see us clearly for who we are, which is an apex predator just as they are. And because they know full well that their food source is being affected by climate change in a multi-layered way, and by our species numbers overburdening available resources on the planet, they're shifting. They're not interested in eating humans, and they interject with, well, not today anyway. (laughs) And they are willing to make their presence more known instead of waiting in line for the leftovers. Because they know that they are not likely to be any leftovers of any kind once our species gets involved. 
Y'all, we have got such a bad reputation out there on the planet, and I'm not sure that we know that. It's really at a tipping point. It's been at a tipping point for quite some time. There's survival for all species, and yet we're the ones who are not shifting when it's our job to literally lead the way in shifting because we can as stewards and guardians, because we need to resonate more with steward and guardian than we do with predator and prey so that we don't get caught in these silly, silly battles with other predators like wolf and orca. The Wolf article referenced what was thought to be a coyote that was shot and killed in Upper New York State way back in 2021, and it was newsworthy because there had been approximately three sightings of wolf in the New York State and surrounding area in the last 25 years. And since 2021, various agencies went back and forth about whether it was a coyote or whether it was wolf. And just as an aside, we say coyote here in Colorado, and the rest of y'all say coyote in Colorado, (laughs) just to be clear. This happened during an approved coyote hunt, and this individual wolf, air quotes, was mistaken for an individual coyote. And although that's likely an honest mistake... Thereafter, fingers were pointed and blame was issued about the original DNA findings from a New York State agency that this animal had been identified as coyote. It came to light that although it was partly coyote, it was overwhelmingly genetically wolf from the get-go, which the state agency knew and kept under wraps until more tissues from the body of this wolf were studied by a lot of people And it is still making news in July of 2023. (laughs) What was interesting is that this latest article from the New York Times called Wolf a Star Predator, while the story in the Denver Post repurposed the article and called Wolf an Apex Predator, which I thought was so fascinating. And what a fall from grace that Wolf had from being a star to being an apex. And sure, one could argue that star and apex are the same, being at the top of something and all, yet the The resonance of each word is really different, right? Naturally mixed in with all articles is one side of an opinion stating how glad they are that Grey Wolf is rewilding themselves and the other side of the opinion feeling anxious about this. Enter the fence thingy that I referenced earlier and still more states on this side of the divide such as Montana and Wyoming to name two who are more than happy to eradicate any wolf because of their ability to predate to hunt a herd of cow or sheep, which of course affects their bottom line, which of course affects their money as they see it. And when I saw the title of the Post article, I just thought it was so fascinating that we would label wolf as an apex predator, like in black and white. Yet most humans, I would wager, do not see themselves as an apex predator or even as a member of a species that predates on other beings. I'll put a link in the podcast notes of a video that came across my feed just the other day about plant being sentient beings. Because in terms of what and more pointedly who we ingest, we rarely see plant as having the same sentience as we do or as an animal does. Quoting from the video, even without eyes and skin, they have the same abilities to see and sense who is standing next to them, and they have photoreceptor proteins as well as neurons that function in the same way that our own eyes and brains do. 
To be honest, the animals and I would stop short of comparing them to persons because that focuses on the individual versus the community, which is how humans roll and not how other species roll. And yet, if this is what it takes to redirect the ship, perhaps a half a step in that direction just in order to break through, so be it. The animals can just imagine the conversation about predators. Hey, how's it going with you and your family of predators? Wait, what did you just call my kids? Well, you know, they ate other animals and plants today, didn't they? Well, yeah, I guess so. We're firing up the old barbecue for dinner with burgers. Oh, yeah. Good old cow flesh hunted by a national chain of factory farms where females are separated from males so they can continue giving us milk meant for their calves while other males and females are killed and ground up for what we call meat. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, and the tomatoes, lettuce, and onions you have on the side are taken from the plant that grew them, right? Well, yeah, but they can always grow more, I think. Not really. They live about six months, and then they usually die with the first frost. I I guess you can do a cutting from the first plant and start over. It's just that at some point on this planet, everything eats something else in order to live, you know. Um, yeah, I guess. Well, hey, this has been, um, not awkward at all, really. Uh, see you hopefully not soon, Joe. I hope this hasn't been an uncomfortable perspective, courtesy of your relatives in the animal world. It's good to look at things upside down every once in a while, right? The Hayoka way, the trickster way to see the truth underneath. Orca leads the way in the message. We hunt together with all apex predator species. Each of us knows their place and we reside in harmony on this ever-abundant planet called Earth. We are willing to extend our fins and paws to you should you choose to step into a different paradigm of balance and partnership. If you choose otherwise, you will be moved out of the way in time. At least, that's how Orca and Wolf see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. To schedule online, go to LizanneFlynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events, the starting date of courses in the Animals Eye View Academy, and online psychic fairs. The episodes of this podcast are available on my YouTube YouTube channel complete with subtitles. You'll find that link in my podcast footer and be sure to subscribe. Be sure to tune in in two weeks time where we'll be navigating the universal DMs of your dreams. Should be really, really interesting. This has been the Animals Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time.